Score North. Download Score North Live. Rolling on right now with Darren Doogie Wolfson filling in for Rami Makloff. And make sure to join or check out the new deep dives available on the Minnesota Sports Rewind, including two new episodes on the Johan Santana trade and the craziest season in Vikings history. Minnesota Sports Rewind available on the Score North app, Apple, and Spotify. That last segment, Doogie and I were just talking about the coronavirus and the impact on sports. Well, some breaking news uh, coming across here from Joel Sherman. The Mariners, who the Twins will play in the second series of the year, that home series between the Texas Rangers and Minnesota Twins in Seattle has been moved. Uh, MLB will try to locate, and the governor of Seattle is expected to make an announcement today about the ban of gatherings of large in the state of Washington. So the Mariners and Twins, that second series of the year, at a location to be determined. I believe Phil Miller of the Star Tribune noted this morning, Doogie, that they could be that that series could be played in Arizona. I don't know if it comes back here to Minnesota, but the first, the second series of the year for the Twins has been postponed to a location that's TBD. And you said Texas and Seattle open the season in Seattle? Correct. Okay, so it looks like Rangers-Mariners will be moved somewhere. Yep. Then the Twins-Mariners series beginning on Monday, March 29th, will be moved somewhere. Seattle trains in Peoria, Arizona. So could you play the games there? Yeah. Could they potentially move the games here? Although, what's the metropolitan area look like in a couple weeks? What's the state of Minnesota look like? I mean, I mentioned last segment that before we're done, we will have news of a fourth coronavirus case here in Minnesota. It took two minutes. Yep. Breaking news, Olmstead <laughs> County. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't laugh. I guess just to stay lighthearted, Declan, to try to have some semblance of, you know, so I'm not just completely panicking. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's not like I feel great passing along news, but yeah, un- unfortunately, there is a fourth case already. Like, literally, within seven minutes of me saying, presumably in the next two hours, we'll have news of a fourth coronavirus case here in Minnesota. It took four minutes. It's breaking news. Olmstead County. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Very interesting. And it is, heck, for lack of a better way of saying it, it is it is freaky. It is absolutely freaky. All right, I was over at the Wild offices yesterday. I sat down with Wild General Manager Bill Guerin. Right this second, the Wild are in 10th place. In the Western Conference, since that great win Sunday in Anaheim, the Wild entering Sunday, were 1-20-1 this year when trailing after two periods. They were trailing after two in Anaheim. They came back and won on Sunday. But unfortunately, since then, they've been jumped. Vancouver got two points last night. Nashville got two points last night. Winnipeg got two points on Monday. I started with that victory on Sunday in Anaheim, here is my conversation from yesterday with Wild General Manager Bill Guerin. Let's just start with the immediacy of, of Sunday. I saw the note heading into Sunday's game in Anaheim. You guys were 120-1 and when, when trailing after two periods. You guys were trailing after two on Sunday. You come back and win. I guess just the immediacy of Sunday. How much did you learn about your team, the way they battled, they fought, they came back to win that game on Sunday? Well, I, I think it says a lot about the character of the team. And how far they've come along and where where you know I think when they're in that position before um, maybe they didn't have the confidence to do it but now they're in a much different place uh, they've I think they feel a lot better about themselves they're competing a lot harder and they believe they believe that they can do it and I mean you know there's there was there was some frustration in that game uh, especially in the second period but you know, the coaches made the adjustments, the players listened, and they came out and had a good third period, and uh, we got the win in overtime. We, 
desperately needed the two points. Yeah, you did. I mean, it's fluctuating day by day. When you say that they now believe, like where, I guess expound on that, where, where has that come from? You know, and I'm sure that belief was somewhere in there all along, but now that they believe maybe more than, than ever this season, I guess where, what do you point to when, when talking about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they really truly believe, but then they start competing at a higher level. Not to say they weren't working hard and competing before, but I think they've pushed themselves to a different level now to where that belief becomes even stronger. And I just, I just think that the players deserve a ton of credit here um, in, in getting us to where you know, we, we sit now in the standings. I mean, hey, we're, we're not in the clear, but these guys have worked extremely hard to put us in a really good position. I suppose all you can ask for is you've got games left against Nashville. You've got at least one game left against Winnipeg. That's all you can ask for, right? Like, let's play the teams that are right there. Let's compete. Let's fight this thing out. Yeah, I think it's good for us. I think it's a good position to be in where um, we're going to have a couple head-to-head games. And you know what? Those are the ones that are really going to, you know, make a statement and and put a stamp on, on our season. And uh, it's, it's a good spot to be in. You, you control your own destiny. The two big changes of last month. I mean, way more wins than losses since the two big changes, the Zucker trade, the, the change at coach. I mean, about as well as you could have expected the way this thing has played out? Yeah, I mean, they look, th- those are always hard things to do. Um, I felt they were necessary. And I, 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 don't, think we've, uh, I don't think we've skipped a beat. Um, the players have responded well. Uh, Dean's done a great job, as the rest of the coaches have. Um, and like I said, that's part of the business. Um, when changes are made, you're, you're, you're not expected to uh, take a little time to feel things out. And you have to get right back into it and, and perform. That's what's expected, and that's what's, uh, that's what's demanded. And, and the players have really, uh, they've really come through. And Dean has too. I mean, you touched on Dean. I mean, yeah, I guess a little done, bit more on Dean. I mean, Dean, I guess how Dean's good of a job has Dean done? Dean's done a great job, and um, you know what? He communicates with the players. Uh, he he gives them you know clear cut game plan. That's uh, that like I said, that's communicated uh, very well. They all know where they stand, and uh, you know he's doing the things you know he feels necessary to uh, to win hockey games, and he's done a great job. Is it hard not to think about maybe taking off that interim title? You know what, I, Dean and I talked about the, you know, his position, and I explained to him that we're going to do a thorough search at the end of the season, regardless of, of what happens, and he was good with that. I mean, we're, we've got a good relationship. We communicate. Everything's crystal clear. He's taking advantage of the opportunity that he has right now. What do you now know about this job that you didn't know when you took it? How many different directions you get pulled in? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a very busy job. You have uh, a lot under your umbrella, and uh, you get pulled in a lot of different directions each and every day. And there's problems come up every single day. Uh, there's different degrees of problems, but they come up every day, and, and you're, you're always putting out fires. I mean, I suppose. I mean, your phone is always on. I mean, you never know, even a non-game day like tonight you have to be on standby because you never know what might take yeah. place. Yeah, you're always on standby. The phone's always on. It's always right next to me. And um, there are a lot of, uh, you know, it's not always the biggest thing in the world coming, 
coming across your 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 phone, but it it's always something. Is the infrastructure the way you want it in place? Like, is your front office the way you want it, or will we see some additions or some changes come the summer? I'm very happy with uh, with uh, the way things have gone with the people that we have in place. Um, not to say that we won't add or uh, or restructure. Um, we're gonna we're gonna tackle that at the end of the season. Um, but what we're gonna try to do is just keep getting better. Where do you stand on analytics? Oh, I'm a big supporter of analytics. I think it's just another tool to to uh, to make you better, and uh, it's a different way of looking at the game. It's purely numbers based and. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, advocate of uh, analytics. We touched briefly on the Zucker trade. Galchenyuk has been, has he almost been maybe better than you expected? I mean, he's contributed a good amount. Yeah, he has. He's, um, he's come in, he's been a, a really good teammate. He's worked extremely hard. He competes every night, and he's come up with some big goals for us. So, uh, you know what, Alex was looking to get his career back on track, just looking for a better opportunity and uh, he's taken advantage of it. I mean do you see this oftentimes too where where a guy's an unrestricted free agent to be where that is just an unbelievable motivating factor that he knows he's playing for his next contract? Yeah I mean it is you're playing for your job you're 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 playing for your livelihood and um, some guys are better at it than others and uh, he seems up to the task. Are you running out of ways to describe Kevin Fiala's brilliance? I mean I think if we go back like five or six weeks He's like top three in the NHL in goals scored. Yeah, Kevin's just figuring out how good he can be. Um, sometimes it takes a while. He's still a young player. Uh, he's gained confidence over the you know the past couple months, and um, you know when you get confident and you take advantage of opportunity, you, you really start figuring out how good you can be in the league. And then when that you know takes flight, you can you can really do some special things. And we're we're seeing some really good hockey from Kevin. And the best thing is, it's it's when we need him most. I mean, how good is that shot? How good are those hands? Yeah, I mean, he's a skilled guy. You know, that's that's the thing. But he's always had that. He's always had the shot. He's always had the skill. Right now, what he has is is confidence, and his compete level is off the charts. Kevin wants the puck. He wants the game on his stick, and he's you know he's assumed a leadership position uh, through that. How much? Like, I'm thinking about his line mates. Like a guy like Zach Parisi. Like, how much do those guys benefit from Kevin's brilliance right now? Well, I, I think guys like, you know, like a guy like Zach, you know, an older player, uh, really, you know, I, I'm speaking from experience. It's just you benefit from the younger players. You benefit from, you know, their, their youth and their energy and, you know, helping them out. And, and then they're, they're just their play. And, you know, it, and as much as the older player feeds off the younger player, the younger player can feed off a guy like, like Zach Prezi, like Eric Stahl. And, you know, they, they're the ones with all the experience, all the wisdom, and it's, it's a good fit like that. Does Kevin do what he's done if Jason Zucker is still here? Yeah, I think he does. I do. But, but then again, um, when, when you move people out, it creates opportunity. And when people uh, make the most of their opportunities, it's, that's a good thing, and Kevin's done that. You talk about energy. It seems to me, again, this is casual or novice hockey guy, but that the team plays differently when Staylock is in net compared to Devin. If it's a different energy, I don't know exactly how to quantify it, but I guess where do you where do you stand on that? It just seems like the team plays differently when Alex is, is in net. No, I, I think the team plays with the same energy in front of both goalies. I, I think they both uh, they both have a, a strong desire to see both goalies be 
successful. I think Alex has Alex has just had a career year. Um, Doobie's still looking for the consistency that he's had in the past, and um, you know we're 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 looking for that too. But uh, as far as the team, they're a tight knit bunch. They pull for each other, and they don't care who's in net. They're going to play the same way regardless. How impressed have you been by by Zach Parise's professionalism? I mean. You know, we don't know every single detail, but maybe the trade deadline didn't go maybe quite as he had hoped, but it doesn't seem like he's been any sort of distraction. No, not he's never been a distraction, and we're happy to still have him and um, pleasantly surprised by his uh, professionalism. Uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, Zach's a pro. That's what he does. He shows up every, every night to play regardless of the situation. It was a tough situation for him, but... Hey, look, this kid's got great character, and we're thrilled to have him. Is Miko in a comparable boat where, you know, maybe he's not getting the minutes that maybe he's accustomed to, but he's been a pro's pro? You know what? Miko's a pro. I mean, that's, that's what it is, and he wants to win. And he wants to get into the playoffs, and he's, he's doing what the team needs him to do right now. Um, it's not about how many minutes a guy gets. Uh, it's not about how many goals this guy gets or that guy gets. It's about the team. And it's about getting in the playoffs, and that's what Miko's all about. Ryan Suter's having, maybe not quietly, but he's having a really good year, isn't he? At, what is he now, 34 years old? Yeah, 35? Ryan, yeah, Ryan, Ryan's having a good year. I mean, he's, you know, he, he like, like I said about Kevin, like Ryan makes the most of his opportunity. He's on the ice a lot. He's in a lot of good positions, and, and he makes the most of it. And that's what you expect of players, and he's been doing it for a long time. So he, he's been real solid for us. How busy, I mean, is this summer going to be? I mean, you said that you told Dean you're going to do an open-ended coaching search, and presumably the, the roster isn't isn't complete by any stretch. No, I mean, summers are always busy. You know, we're always looking to get better, and it, it takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of time. Um, the good thing is most of our players are signed for, for next year, so that takes some of the burden off, but it's um, summer's always a busy time. The young Russian, I mean, all signs still point to him coming over this summer? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed and uh, we're treating him like we do our other prospects and that we want him to focus on the season at hand. And when that's finished, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll tackle that. And um, I know everybody's excited and anxious as, as well as everybody in the Wild organization. But um, like I said, we have to do things at the right time. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how excited and anxious are you after you saw him in person? You know how good he is. Yeah, he's a very good player. And, you know, what? We like I said, we're, we're just here trying to make our team better. And if he's going to make our team better, then we want him here. And uh, it'll be real exciting. What makes him so good? I think just his skill level is, is, uh, is real high. He's real competitive, too. And, you know, he's playing in a good league. And, uh, you know, he's produced... Uh, every year that he's been there and he seems to get better every year so we're uh, we're really excited about him. Who are some other prospects that maybe we don't pay as much attention to that maybe we should? Well you know we got Nico Sturm down in uh, down in Iowa who's who's been real good. Uh, Luke Johnson is having a having a good year. We got a, a quick glimpse of uh, Brennan Manel who came up and played a few games for us so um, you know then we've got the kids in college like Matt Boldy who's had a great second half of the year um, you know, we, we've got a good crop of young kids. Uh, it's going to take some time to get them, get them into the system and get them through, but, uh, you know, they're, they're there. 
Are you one? I mean, are you going to get out and see a lot of these kids? Have you seen a lot of these kids as we head into the to the June draft? Or you defer to your, you know, your scouting department? I mainly defer to our scouting department. I mean, that's what they're put in place for. But I do a fair bit of scouting. Um, you know, in the past, I've seen most of these players, if not all of them. Um, but uh, right now, I, we're, we're focused on on trying to get in the playoffs, and, and uh, I've got to pick and choose when I, when I'm here and when I'm not. I'll let you go after this. I mean, can you sense just how much this fan base is starving for a championship, how passionate this hockey market is? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, this is a passionate hockey market. I mean, this is this is the premier hockey market in the country, and um, that's what we're trying to deliver. It's, it's, it's hard. Winning's hard. But we're trying to put the pieces in place to, to do that, and... Everybody in this organization is working extremely hard to uh, achieve the ultimate goal. You say it's number one, and I don't think anybody would disagree with you, but like Pittsburgh, is Pittsburgh maybe a close, I don't know if Pittsburgh's second or third. I mean, Detroit, Michigan might say, you know, Hockey Town USA and all that, but is Pittsburgh close? This is the number one hockey market in the country. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to mention any other markets or anything like that. This is the number one. But, I mean, how about just overall the, the state of the game? Do you feel like, you know, just across, you know, domestically across the U.S. that the game is growing at a, yeah, at a I rapid think the rate? Yeah, I think the game's in a great place. I think it's the players are more skilled than they've ever been. It's faster than it's ever been. Um, it, it's just in a great place. You know, the, the game's growing. Uh, it's, it's 